Hello and welcome to what I believe is episode 41 of the Mature Gamer Podcast Bits and PCs. Uh, my name's John, aka UK of Homer, and I haven't been around for a while, but um, fancied having a chat to my good buddy Vimesy, who's with me tonight. Hello all. So, just the two of us. Um, just the two of us. I guess the others are all too busy with real world stuff. So, they're all away. Uh, they're all away doing holiday things and oh, having lives. Is Beastie on holiday or is he off on one Probably. of his... Probably. He's um, off on one of his jaunts to the US or I think Europe. that's work-based though, mate, isn't it? Well, that's what he says. <laughs> the hardest working man in video games is our Beastie. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, let's crack straight on and uh, let's see what you've been up to. So, um, Vimesy. Well, yeah, just Vimesy because it's only you. <laughs> it's um, it's a very limited uh, selection for me. Actually, it's been quite a busy week for me. Um, so games have had to take a little second seat, as it were. And um, in preparation for the Bunnies v Hogs Trackmania tournament, I spent a bit of time trying to get tracks together and stuff. I'm uh, messing around with the editor. Uh, it's good fun, isn't it? I quite enjoy it. It's good fun, but it, it, there's no bloody tutorial. It's just just ridiculous. I mean, I know it's simple in the sense that you know you kind of for those that don't know, Trackmania Stadium. You kind of basically you get this kind of um, football stadium, okay, with grass in the middle of it, and you can basically build anything you want in this stadium. Obviously. it's much bigger than a football stadium because it's got cars driving around it and stuff. But, you know, you kind of got this pitch that you can then build stupid tracks going, you know, I don't know how many hundreds of feet up in the air, loop the loops and all this sort of stuff. And um, you get kind of a tile set at the bottom. So you choose what kind of tiles you want and then they kind of ladder up and give you different selections. So you could go to the first section might be go to dirt. So you select dirt, then it gives you your, I don't know, your straights, your raised, your trick pieces your speed boot and all this sort of stuff and then it kind of ladders off in that kind of way but there's no um there's no tutorial there's no sort of anything to it well just to clarify i mean all these tiles all these elements have little pictures for it that make it quite clear what they're to they do. do but there's there's things like um i got stuck for ages because um there are certain i was doing a dirt track because i quite like the dirt tracks and i thought it would piss as off so i thought well i'll make one for that and um there's there's these these last bits of dirt track which have got these basically each piece of track has a coloured clip on the end of it telling you what it will connect to so a yellow will match up with a yellow for example and a red will match up with a red but there's these bits of track which have black borders and I had no idea and I kept trying to put them everywhere and couldn't work out where the hell to, to put them and had to sort of go into the Trackmania forums and kind of search for this. And it's it's basically because they go on the outside of raised mounds of dirt. But nowhere tells you that. And when you're clicking, you don't get any kind of error message up to sort of say, you can't put that there because it just goes, nope, can't do that. Doesn't even give, you know, just because just the piece of track is just, you know, coloured red. So saying you can't, you can't put it there. So there's no sort of... Um, there's no sort of sort of uh, tutorial or instruction or telling you where you're going wrong. But once you get your head around it and you kind of learn what each piece will will marry up to, it becomes remarkably easy to build tracks. Just really, really hard to build good ones, and it suddenly gives you a kind of real sense of 
some of the tracks we play on, you know, on the server and things, you just sit thinking, Christ, that must have taken bloody ages for people to make some of these and the planning and the, the sort of mm. how it comes together. I don't know. I don't know if many of them are actually planned. I mean, I've done a few and they all started out as a figure of eights and then rapidly turned into something very different. <laughs> but but um, I've got my, my track is made. My track is made for the aforementioned um, uh, Bunnies v Hogs tournament. Okay, so let's should we should we cover that now? Okay, so I, I know it's been mentioned in, in last week's show that we we're going to challenge the uh, hogs or whatever you want to call them to um, track mania. And just to clarify the rules, we're going to have ten aside, and um, hopefully everyone participating is going to provide their own track. Okay, and that track is going to be secret, except to the to the track owner, of course, the track maker. So that uh, and you know I'm putting some hope and trust that these are doable tracks, and um, I mean, but at the end of the day, if it's a straight line with two or three turns in it, it doesn't really matter because it's all about getting the fastest time on a particular track. So as long as we don't have too many of them, I think we'll be all right. And whoever comes first gets one point, second two points, third three points. And the pe- person at the end of the end of the other uh, team at the at the end of the session with the lowest number of points um, wins. And the reason I've done that is because, frankly, it's easier to give everyone <laughs> who doesn't finish twenty than to give everyone who doesn't finish one. If you see what I mean. I just think DNF shouldn't count to score because otherwise I'm just going to make a devilishly hard track, and then no well, one will finish it except for me. Well, fine. And I win. Well, you win that one, and you'll get one point. <laughs> and then I'll lose the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good challenge, and there's a lot of people who are sort of like quite looking forward to it, I think. So it should, yeah. be, it should be good fun. Seems to be, be set a date. And... Yeah, well, I've, I just got round today to putting some stuff on the forum about asking for nominations of dates. I guess it might be possible that we can do it this week. Um, uh, maybe this Thursday or maybe the week after. I Thursdays know. aren't good for me though. That's the I thing. know, but Tuesday, Wednesday, you got football, you see. So yeah, it's dodgy. Maybe the week after. We'll have oh. to have a look at the calendar. Well, have, see have, what have other events are in. Have a see what's going on. Um, but yeah, if you want to join, if you'd want to join in, um, then if you're a member of Team PC, then tell me that you want to play in the game, and then um, we'll see who we get in the list. And then if we've got more than ten, then we'll deal with that and. Um, Hopefully, no one will be too disappointed. Um, so, yeah, check it, check that out in the forum. But say we were hoping that everyone's going to provide their own track. So, um, despite what Vimesy said, it is very easy. We don't need special, you, you know, we don't need all the adornments and, you know. But to put it into context, I spent um, maybe an hour just piddling around and learning about all the bits and pieces do and i'd created within that hour the track that i'm going to be putting forward which is quite a i think it's quite a nice strangely enough figure eight type of thing with a loop and a jump and stuff in it so if i can do that in an hour you guys are going to be fine yeah i mean you don't need to put an hour in i mean no it's good fun anyway yeah it is fun probably enjoyed it more than they do racing it to be honest yeah um, I hope you're better at it because because oh. you're yeah, so do I because I can see your um, re- your records, mate, and they they ain't too they're tumbling. Uh, no, they're not too heavy, are they? Really, I don't get time to play enough. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, I have to put in the how many hours have you put on the server, John? I can't remember. Is it sixty plus? No, I think it's... yes, I think it is. It's not sixty. 
I think we looked and it was 60 plus hours. I don't think it's 60. On it? yes it is. On the stats page on the on the Sasco server it says UK Bahoma 60 hours plus. And I'm still shit at it. So what does that <laughs> tell you? So Okay, so we'll, um I've also I mean I've also been Trackmania is probably my number two game that I've been playing at the moment. It just, when I find myself in a situation where I think, oh, I can I can play a game. Do I want to play a game of League of Legends, which is going to take 45 minutes and possibly overrun and impact into real life? Or do I pick up Trackmania and see if anyone's about and go knock a, knock, try and knock a few milliseconds off a record? And Trackmania wins that at the moment. In fact, I haven't really played any League of Legends at all. I was going to say, looking down your list, it's, it's strangely absent. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm, in some, I'm in what they call ELO hell. Um, I keep getting put with crap teammates. And, you know, I, I've no doubt that I'm also a crap teammate for them. But um, if I play ranked games, which frankly, other than, you know, which is kind of... If I'm going into it on my own, that's what I want to play because then it has some meaning. I just keep losing and I keep getting dropped down and down and down the list. And what that means is that I'm not able to get matched up with players who I consider probably to be more at my level who aren't going to fuck up and, and screw up the game. So I'm kind of forcibly kept down in the bottom of the ladder. Or it could just be that I'm Really, I was going to say maybe you're just you're just finding your actual level that you should be playing at, and everybody else has been keeping you at a higher level. Well, in, that's in well, time. maybe that's the, you know that's that's one way of looking at well, it. Well, no, you're totally right, but you are <laughs> you are so reliant on everyone else in your team. I mean, I've played a few ranked games where people have just I think dis- that's disconnected one of the, one of the failings, at, the, at the beginning, with, and you've this. There's nothing you can do. You fuck. I think that that is the biggest, one of the biggest failings of LOL is that you have to be such a tight knit unit. If there's five of you on, you all have to be playing at the same level. Or either the person who isn't very good is ruining it for everybody else, but then they feel pressure then as well, which means they're more likely to fuck up. At least in other other types of games. So say something like a first person shooter or whatever. You know, if that one, if you've got one person on the team who isn't playing too badly, the other four can kind of get by you know they can cover that person's failing but in lol it just seems everyone has such a you know an important role to play you can't afford for one person to be kind of slack Uh, that's the impression i get yeah no no, i think you're absolutely right anyway i don't want to talk about lol because frankly i'm I'm very much on a (laughs) i'm very much on a no i want to get onto the rest of your your list on um, on on a down on a I've down tools on lol for the moment. Uh, let's let's carry on talking about what you're talking about. I mean, I, you you got shoot mania here. I was just listening to last week's podcast this morning, so you were uh, you were talking about that. Have you played a lot more on that? I have. I've played quite a, uh, not a load of it. I've played maybe another three hours of it or so in the last week, three or four hours of it. Um, I'm actually enjoying it a lot. It's it's a very very simple game, um, but it's. It's very, very tricky. Uh, and it's, it very much is like the old Quakes, you know, type game, Unreal Tournament, where um, it's, it's it carries that very simple thing. You have one gun, but the the <clears throat> what it fires depends on what tile you're standing on. So, if you're playing on a map, 
all these maps are built up with tiles, just like Shoot Mania, where you've got like a straight road tile or a dirt tile or whatever. So when you build, create the map, you, you have these tiles. You know, so if, you, if you're in the open or whatever, you're, you're firing what is basically um, the equivalent of a, of a rocket launch for, in Quake. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a laser bolt that, you know, you have to be pretty accurate with and whatever. If you're in a corridor, it fires like a blob-like type um, projectile, which, which kind of has a different fire arc and has a different pattern. And these things change. Between, I think there's three different types of shot. So depending where you are, you could kind of duck into a corridor, launch this kind of blob-like um, projectile, or you could come fully out of the corridor and fire a normal laser bolt and then duck back in. And So you can mix it up a little bit. And there's, there's more tactics to it than, than you, you think there are when you first start playing. first start playing, you just think, oh, it's one shot or it's a bit, you know, but actually there's, there's quite a lot of tactics to it. Um, the competition is fierce, mind. It really is quite, um, there are some bloody good players on it. You've got to be so good at, because because it's a limited shot thing. It's not like something where you can you know in Call of Duty where you can basically pick up an LSAT or a big you know um, big light machine gun and just spray ammunition everywhere. You kind of get four shots. That's pretty much a lot. Um, so you fire those four shots. You've got to wait for them to recharge. They slowly recharge over time. Not you know may may take like a couple of seconds for one shot to recharge, but a couple of shots in this game, you know, sorry, a couple of seconds in this game is is, is quite a lot of time. Uh, rounds don't tend to last much more than two minutes, so it's um it's pretty hectic. But I'm enjoying it a lot, and I'm hoping that a few more of the community will get into it and start playing it because it really is um it should be quite fun to get a few people in on. Let's talk uh, let's talk numbers on this then. How much does this cost me? Oh, I think it's fifteen quid now. It was, it was in open. Well, this is the thing. It was in open beta uh, at the same time Trackmania Stadium Two was, uh, which is when I first picked it up. Um, and I got a couple of hours in on it first, so I knew when it, you know, when it went retail that that's, I was quite happy to pay the £15. Um, all I can say to people is go and check out a few gameplay videos or something like because it's quite a hard one to describe. Lots of the press have been giving it really good reviews, sort of 8, 9 plus, you know. Um, but it is, it's, it's predominantly an old school Twitch shooter. Um, which is no, it's no run. There's it's, no problem in that because it's no, a lot of not, fun, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, and it, it really is good fun. And because the rounds, like you say, because the rounds are quite short, it is that perfect kind of pick up, get your fix. You can see yourself climbing the ladder with your, with your ladder points or whatever. You can, you know, it, it just it's one of those games where it's just a joy to play, and it's really good. But you can get really engrossed and really tactical and really sort of, you know, it's just brilliant. I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, people should buy it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I, I might well do actually. Um, I put it out there now. If anyone's interested in getting in on a five pack, which you can get for sixty three pounds ninety nine, as opposed to the fifteen ninety nine, then um, that'd be good. To be, I'm, I'm all for a bit of running around, simple shooting each other in the face. That's um, without too much complication. That's good. Yeah, and there should be some. There's, there's different types of, of game mode and stuff already that you can also get user created game modes. So you know, if you, I could go out and create my own game mode, I could write the rule set um, and, and put that up on the site. Um, you know, and again, the map editor is there if you wanted to make your own maps up. So yeah, a world of infinite possibilities. So yeah, why not? All right, then, mate. Well, I'll look into that as well, and, and uh, we'll see if we can get something going. Anything else? No, I think. I mean, I, I got a couple of hours in on Forza Horizon this afternoon, which was 
I had that. I think when it dropped down to about twenty quid on the three sixty, I, I picked it up and it's been sat in the cellophane for the last three months. And I finally put it in today. I'm actually quite impressed by it. But um, I think yeah. one of the things I noticed about it was just how low def it was. Really, <laughs> I kind of booted it up. And I was amazed because I've been spending so much time playing PC games to finally go back to a console game that wasn't Black Ops um, and seeing this kind of pretty enough but it's you can really tell the dif- the difference between you know this is supposed to be not not a, a landmark game for, for the xbox but it's supposed to be one of the prettier games racing games on the xbox and it was all right but it was it's not what i'm used to anymore <laughs> no no that's but uh, we know that We've, let's not go over the seven-year-old technology no again, I wasn't and, saying, I just, and just, of course just... restricting yourself to a 1080p Resolution. Well, I don't mind that because that's what I'm, I'm playing on my telly, so it doesn't make a lot of difference. So, um, Philistine. That's that's fine by me. Suits me. Yeah, I got I got for the horizon, and it was an enjoyable three hours that I spent on it, and then I've <laughs> lent it out to someone. But it's there if I want it, and if you're playing it, then maybe I'll. I just I haven't touched the Xbox in months, mate. Well, that's an absolute. Seriously, I was I went on on Friday night because the new um, Black Ops Two maps came out, and uh, I I pick them up just to keep because it's, it's the only reason I've got the Xbox anymore is to keep up with about two or three friends of mine who, are, who have only got that and um, I played those for you know th- three hours on Friday night and that was the first time I picked the Xbox up since oh god good three four weeks ago to be honest and it's just it I was we, had, we had a rock band crazy. session the other week and that's you know and that's all it got really got used used for recently mm. um but it's still more use than the Wii U's got. Fuck it, oh, Jesus. Um, but, uh, oh well, that's another story. Um, <clears throat> okay. Me. Uh, Go on then. Right, well, I'm, I am I can't remember what the last show I was on. It was a while ago, I know. Um, I'm currently out of work. Um, don't worry, everyone. Uh, I'm a money-grabbing contractor, IT contractor whore, and uh, contracts end... And contracts begin, and I'm in the middle of them, hoping that uh, a contract that I've got my eye on is going to come through. But other than that, I'm not worrying about it. I'm just so, evil Homer Towers is safe, is it? I'm, yeah, I'm having a bit of me time, and what me time means is um... <laughs> repetitive strain injury. <laughs> Whoa! What are you saying? <laughs> For whatever means. <laughs> right. <laughs> Strike that from the record. I was thinking, I was thinking mouse related, John. I don't know. Oh, where right. I don't know where mind was my where my mind was going to, but uh, let's not dwell on that. Um, <clears throat> so normally, when I've had me time, it's, it's involved playing League of Legends all day. But as I said, I'm on a bit of a I funk. Kick that habit. I'm a bit on a bit of a funk with that. So um, it's my. It started off with quite a lot of Trackmania, which is probably why I've got such high <laughs> hour stats on the uh, on the thing. And I don't want to go talk too much about Trackmania because it really is a great pick-up-and-play. Oh, someone else is on the server. Let's go and join them. And I think that's going to be around forever. But, um, you know, nothing's going to change too much on that. Um, but I did, again, I did enjoy creating the tracks that I created and... Uh, most of them, except for the first abortion, is um, uh, are on the server for you to for you to try out. Um, I I don't know if I spoke about buying Sim City the last time I was on. I remember and, trying to talk you out of it. Okay, well, 
for some reason I got it in my head that I quite fancy Sim City, so I did buy it. It was the, the decision was made easier because obviously I was going to get a free game with it, uh, which I got Need for Speed um, Most Wanted, which I haven't even turned on <laughs> um, because I've got I've already got that on the Vita, um, but it's there if I want it. So Sim City loaded it up. I got hold of Kev and he gave me an invite onto his server with that he him Sheepdog and Anna had started, and I had a quick I had a quick cruise around and um, saw that they had a few little towns, and I I had a quick look at Sheep Town, which naturally I assume was um, was Steve's, and I hovered my mouse over it and everything was radioactive. So um, I decided to choose the, the plot farthest from Sheep Town. <laughs> and, That's uh, a good idea. Yeah, so I went and plopped a town down and I uh, spent an hour or two building up, well, a, frankly, a bit of a shanty town. And um, I haven't been back since. And if I'm honest with you, I don't feel any real need to do so see this is the thing when it came out and everyone was like jumping on the sim city thing and everyone's oh blah, blah, blah. i just think this i know exactly how this is gonna go people buy this game they love it for about a week and then they never go back to it ever again and apart from the five percent of of buyers who actually it becomes their you know main game or something i think that's pretty much it you know, and it's expensive for that kind of thing. I can't see it ever becoming any kind of main game of mine. Anyway, so that that's 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 shelved to the um, category of probably a bit of a waste of money. Um, but it's not on its own. So, um, <laughs> it's got some good company up there. Um, I I must say thank you to Jojo Monkey as well, who. Um, for so, for, well, bless him, he, I got an email come through from Steam that says that Jojo Monkey has bought me a copy of Orcs Must Die 2. Oh, that's nice. Which was really nice of him. He, he said it was something to do with all the hard work I put in on this show. Really? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know you <laughs> he, He's obviously not a listener. <laughs> Must be a completely <laughs> random stranger. <laughs> but yeah, so I had a, I played some of that. That's a cracking game. I, I remember enjoying the the demo before. It was so, brilliant. I loved that game. I've played until a few, it made me I've, violently ill. I've is. played I played a few hours on that, so I'd definitely be up for a bit of co op on that. Yeah, it won't be with me because I just hurled. No, I appreciate that. But um, it's such a shame because it was a really good game. Yeah, but I had a good two or three hours on that, and I think again that's a really great. I'll oh, fuck it, pick up and yeah, pick up and play game. Yeah, it's really annoying. Really it's, annoying. It's certainly not the thing that a sort of thing that I'm going to sit there and spend uh, play for eight hours. But um, no. you know, if someone else is playing it and fancies the game, I'd definitely be up for that. Um, okay, so I actually have bought a 3ds. Uh, I'm going chronological here, Vimesy. You you're... must be because you're completely off kilter on the order here. Yeah, I'm going chronological. So um, a I, 3ds. I decided to buy a 3ds because my nephew wanted Luigi's Mansion 2 for his birthday because uh, he was getting a 3DS for right. his birthday right so why didn't you buy him a 3DS well no he was all, his parents were buying him a fucking 3DS I'm not buying him a 3DS but I bought him a game for it but, but I decided to, buy... to treat myself to the same <laughs> at the same time oh, Jesus Christ and I have to say Louis. first of all 
Luigi's Mansion 2 is really, really good. I'm really enjoying what I'm playing of that. Um, that's a great sitting in a dentist waiting room game. And it's a great sitting in a dentist waiting room device. I've I felt far more kind of uh, motivation to pick up my 3DS and play on that than I ever did with my Vita. That's because you're twisted. I don't know... I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it helps that the one game I've played on it is um, Luigi's Mansion 2, which is like a cracking little adventure. I've heard adventure. some very good things about it, I have to say. Yeah, it's a cracking little adventure. Um, but the, the, well, the save, the, the, if I've got one complaint, is the save thing. Um, you have to complete a whole kind of, I mean, it's taken me ages to do it because I'm looking in everything and trying to do, trying to you know, find all the secrets and stuff like that. Mm. But it's taken me like 40 minutes or so to do each kind of level. But And there's no opportunity to save. So if you... No, it's a bit weird. Unless I'm do, doing something stupid. So if you, you know, get distracted and, or have to turn off the 3DS or go and do something mm. else, you have to redo it all again. Now, that might be wrong, but that's my impression of it. But that's the only kind of little funny that I've seen with it. Um, but yeah, cracking, cracking piece of kit. The 3D screen's brilliant, except if you move your head, <laughs> you need to keep your head pretty static, else it all goes a little bit, um, all goes a bit funny. But uh, yeah, it's a cracking little device, and uh, I got it for a bargain actually, 150 quid in Argos it was. I got the 3DS XL. Do you have to get your Circle Pad Pro as well, or something? Uh, I haven't yet. I'm, I might do in the future. I don't know. I mean, I know I spoke previously about whether to buy Demon, uh, not Demon Hunter, Monster Hunter. Mm. Um, I may well get that on the 3DS rather than the Wii U now. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I've always had a problem with Nintendo handhelds, apart from obviously the Game Boys and stuff, because they were ubiquitous. You had, you know, you can. But I've had what uh, this is. What's the, what's what, what's your problem with it? I, I think it's I think it's the software. Um, I've had a um, uh, I've had a what do you call it the, the original the, the you know the big fat Nintendo DS. Do you mean like the home screen software? No, no, no. With the DS, no, no, no. The actual the, the games that come on it. Um, I don't know what it is, but I've had an original DS, and I even got. Um, you know, we're talking a long time ago now, and I had like an R4 card on it, so I had as many games as I wanted for for, for free because I was naughty. Um, and I didn't even bother doing that because there was just nothing that came out that particularly interested me or that held my attention on it. Because they were, I think Nintendo are very good at doing handheld games, but that's not what I want. One of the things I like about my Vita is I get console-like experiences on it, so it feels like I'm playing a console game rather than a a handheld game. Does, it, does that make sense? Am I no, 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 absolutely it does. But from what I've seen, be it one game, the, which is Luigi's Mansion 2, I get that impression that that's, you know, that that's, you know... And I've, yeah, I've never liked the the kind of cutesy element of the Nintendo stuff where it's all bling and it's a ding. You know, the little avatars that look like the Duplo characters and stuff. It just... I've never really liked that. Got on with that. It's just I hate their infrastructure with their stupid friends code stuff, and they've not, you know, they don't seem to be grown up enough, and they don't seem to be advanced enough in that in that respect. I, I fully get that some of the games I've, I've heard a lot of good things about Luigi's Mansion Two, and I am gutted as hell that I can't play Monster Hunter because I don't own a Nintendo device anymore. Um, 
but there's not enough on there. But with the Vita, the, 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 the wealth of games that are on there and are coming out on it and I can pick up through PlayStation Plus, they just suit my gaming tastes better, I think. Well, that, that's fair enough. I mean, the only thing... Well, I, I've played a bit on the Vita. I mean, Unch- we've been through this. Uncharted, mm-hmm. um, Need for Speed got a bit of you so in February, but I don't feel the need to pick it up, whereas... But there are some great, great indie-type games on that. So you've got Thomas Was Alone was released on it recently. Oh, I don't got... want fucking indie games. You know oh, me. They're, they're, I just want... I want know, a is a, a great game. Um, I, I bet. I bet it is. I bet it is. Um, I don't want that shit. I want big <laughs> names, big glittering lights, explosions, and all of that. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So anyway, I I give the 3ds a thumbs up. The 3ds XL and definitely Luigi's. But one thumbs up until you can get the Circle Pad Pro. Anyway. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm not entirely sure what that means, but. Oh, oh, okay. I, okay, that's the additional thing where you yeah we get a, another two thumbsticks. Thumb get two analog thumbsticks. I think that right. Whatever. I can't see myself having that many games on it, mate. It's certainly never going to be a, a major games platform for me. It's just a little toy, really. Anyway, so the big thing I've been playing this week and basically yeah. all week. Where's this resurgence come from? But... <laughs> Well, you haven't let me say what it is yet. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Diablo 3. I played Diablo 3 when it came out, and I didn't ever had any experience of it, and I went through and completed the story as a barbarian. And I started doing the next level up with the barbarian, and I thought, is this really for me? No. And then I started, and I also at the same time started a, a wizard. And I thought, why am I going through the same stuff again? So it, I kind of shelved it. And uh, I mean, I'd only done it, I'd only played it solo. Solo. So, um, but basically, to this week, I know that Shadow Line picked up Diablo 3 and started playing it. Hmm. And what with me being off work and him being on nights. Um, I saw that he was doing that. I know I enjoy playing. I've played quite a lot of Trackmania with Shadow the last few weeks or whatever. And he's a cracking guy to hang out with on TeamSpeak. So I thought, oh, I'll come and join him. I haven't haven't put it down since, basically. And if I'm honest with you, what would be in our work? um, It's only sleep time where I haven't been playing fucking Diablo 3. Blimey. I know, I've just been cracking through it. So now my wizard is... I'm going through the the Inferno difficulty now, which is the last difficulty. Mm. Um, just had a cracking time, a really cracking time. And some other f- key players in that. Um, I was up till 4am last night playing with uh, a guy called Tony, who is Sob Sob on the forums, a mm-hmm. crackingly nice guy. Um, uh, Lengel's been on playing with me. Tom, aka Bond Bill 2K, I believe he was on. It's... As much as enjoying the game, what it's proven to me is what a fucking great community we have here as well. Oh, I totally agree on that. Especially, you know, any time I've popped in there, someone's always been up for a game or something, and it's just been great. So, yeah, just been having a cracking time. So, so explain I, I, a little bit to me, because I know this resurgence has been going on, and I must admit, I I played the, I think it was a demo, or, or maybe the beta or whatever it was before it came out i can't remember but it was when you well, the one where you got to about level 10 or something and then, it, then it basically said no you have to buy the game now um 
and I really enjoyed what I played up to that. Very slick, very smooth, um, really engrossing. Um, but then it was a lot of money when it first got, because it was 60 quid, because you could only buy it off Blizzard's store at the time. I don't know if that's I think true. I think it was I think it was something like I'm I'm fairly sure it was bloody expensive and I just remember thinking I'm not spending that on that. Um and then there were all sorts of problems it's similar with the um the Sim City debacle where it was kind of like always on this and that and they had problems with the servers and all this sort of thing. Uh, and that kind of put me off at that point. Um but I was looking this week and it's still considering this came this game came out May last year, so it's almost a year old. It's still sitting at kind of thirty-three quid as the cheapest I can find it. Yeah, but that's because it's one of these Blizzard games that never come down, and because it's all about the end game, it would appear. And there's this whole big infrastructure and community around it. Then it's just it's just like never ending. It's a never ending mm-hmm. game that you play. But if I if I let's say I wanted to pick it up, what? options have you got for things like the multiplayer because i'm quite intrigued in this I'll, just I'll drop in. it it's just drop in drop out but what about play. level wise because like you know if i'm starting off and i'm a level say five or ten or whatever it is well, you, and you lot are all we well, start 50, off at one 70. that's how it works yes i don't because i would have played for a bit to get through like the intro bit or whatever well, and you guys are all level 40 or 50 or whatever well, we it can, is. we can we can start a, a brand new character or if we've got a character or we can take my character our character into into your game. What you can't do is take your level one character into an Inferno game. But you can take an Inferno character into the normal level game. It's pointless. It's pointless, but as a social as a social engagement, that's fine. Alternatively, if you were going to start that and wanted to go start through the game, I'd I'd start another character. I'd start another class and work through it with you. You were you are at the moment because you're addicted to it, but in a, in a couple of weeks' time, when you've moved on to the next one, but I I don't know. I think this I can see this hanging around for quite a long time. Actually, not all over the place. I mean, I was speaking, I was playing with Tony today, and he brought his friend on, and I mean, they 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 dip into this every other week, and you know, and then beast it for you know a day or two, and then. Mm. It's. Um, I, I really recommend you pick it up. And I am to, to answer your original question of mm. of where all this resurgence has, has come from, yeah, because I'm intrigued. Because it's, it's one of these things they just. Is it, sometimes I think up. it's the most likely of sources. It was fucking Anna and Kev starting. Oh, to play it. those the gods of PC gaming. You mean? Yeah. Ah, I, I, what it is. I mean, I mean the fact that they started playing that intrigued me immensely but i'm really glad glad they enjoyed it because as you recall in the best game of the year thing i was putting forward <laughs> through diablo 3 and everyone was like what are you talking about fucking idiot and um you know no one was paying lip service to it but what got me into it is finding shadow shadowline who i enjoy his company mm. online greatly and uh, we had a great time and as i say people just dropped in and dropped out lengel spent quite a long time with us it's great just really great so I really recommend you try that out. And I'd be interested in starting a Demon Hunter. I've got a level 60 wizard now. I've got a level 32 barbarian. And there's there's five other classes. And apparently there's, there's sorry, there's three other classes. So there's five classes in total. Four difficulty levels. Endless end game content as you go searching for bigger and better loot. Um, it's just great. It's, and it's a, I mean, I... I if it wasn't for the mouse clicking, 
I'd probably be sat there quite happily just playing through yes, the game I now. No, it was the point that when we started this show up, the first thing you asked was, "Can you hear my mouse click?" Shh. <laughs> yes, John. Stop. Shush now. Shush now. So um, yeah, but not because not because it's, it's an entirely engaging game. But certainly, it's the first playthrough, and maybe even the second one, if you remember all the bits that you forget to. But I've been through the story about two or three times now in the last week. Um, but it's it's just all about picking up the loot. <laughs> it's crazy. You just you just want when you see those yellows pop out the out out the chest or out of the monster, you're like, ooh, what's this? And then you right-click it for it to identify itself and some kind of random algorithm takes... So what about, and I know this may not be its strongest suit, but I'm kind of, I'm asking because it's, it's Blizzard. What about the story? Does Sto- it work? Does it, is it there? Is it, does it exist? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For the first time through, it's a... It's a reasonably good story, yeah, absolutely. No. Yeah, because I was quite interested when I was playing through, the, like I say, the demo bit. It was actually... It was. It, I was quite impressed with that element of it, the story. And I, what I didn't want to happen was that to sort of stop at level fifteen and say, "Okay, there's your world, off you trot." And there's no, there's nothing else. Do you know no, what I mean? No, no, no. You'll you'll get. To, you won't. You'll be level thirty, thirty something by the time you get through. It'll take you a good. If you're if you're investigating every single bit of masked off map and looking for every single chest and looking to chop down every tree and knock everything. It'll mm. take you a good 40, 40 hours to get through the whole thing. Oh. Well, it has okay. done for me. But then I beasted through it last night with Tony, who has grown up and isn't, you know, a loot whore like me and Shadow were. Because me and Shadow were just looking for everything. And we just, he just went through the quest, bang, bang, bang. And I managed to do all of hell level difficulty yesterday in eight to ten hours. Oh, that's good. But that's great. And but now that I've hit level sixty, and I'm doing the story for the third time or fourth time or whatever it is, mm. there's still new elements being added in that that are intriguing. Like now, on this level, I'm getting kind of like custom recipes for. I'm getting recipes for um, for for the blacksmith. I've leveled up my blacksmith, but now I'm getting other different. I'm I'm picking up different plans. They're called, and I'm continually looking for legendary and set-based drops, which I haven't, I've only seen two of so far. Um, it's, it's just a, it's, it's a never-ending game, mate. It's, it's really good. And the auction house is good fun. Finding an item and then trying to sell it. It's, you know, well, hopefully try and sell it. Or going looking for a bargain on the auction house, which I think is a little bit cheaty. But um, that didn't stop me from um, finding a bargain and getting a high damage per second weapon and fixing that to my wizard um it's just a great game it's a really recommend you check it out and it's a great social game just because you can sit there and just click away blah 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 while chatting about something different you know well especially once you've done through the story so um so is it better to get that or is it better to get something like torchlight which you could Um, i well shadow enjoys i've already got torchlight 2 well i bought torchlight 2 when it came out, because I fancied some Diablo-style gaming, but, gaming yeah. cooperatively, because I didn't do that on Diablo, oh. um, and I assumed that no one would be playing Diablo. But now people are back playing Diablo, and I'm playing Diablo. I still have Torchlight too, but uh, I know that Paul or Shadow seems to think that maybe 
he he's had probably had a better comparison, and I think he prefers Diablo. Um, okay. And I I'm really enjoy, I'm really enjoying Diablo. It, it, it's I think I'm, I'm I'm it's my kind of game in the sense that it's I like the um, the world it was in, and I like that. It's not necessarily my kind of work, my game for the kind of the loot aspects. I've never really been that interested in loot games. But having said that, I did play the original Torchlight through and enjoyed that immensely. And the the, the, the starter level, or whatever it was, you know, the demo of, of Diablo, I, I came through that and was really actually, when it said, oh, you can't keep playing this anymore, you've come to the end, I was actually felt really gutted because I was like, no, don't. There you go, mate. Go and buy it. So, go and buy I mean, it and con- continue Well, you say that for the last 10 minutes, I've been scouting the net just to see where I can get it. <laughs> yeah, some, someone popped on the other day. I can't remember what his name was. Um, nice chap. Christ, what was his name? A uh, Witip, I think. Who you think? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. So he popped on. He we persuaded him to download the demo, and within you know within twenty minutes, he'd gone and bought it. Uh, I might have to ask in the, in the team speak and see where I can get it cheap then. So yeah, um, I just did a search. I think he paid about thirty quid for it. I oh. guess you could probably find pick it up in a store somewhere. But mm. if I mean, that I will. Involves... I will investigate and have a look. Yeah, cool. Well, I'll, I'll 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 roll a demon hunter and come out with you. Awesome. Yeah, excellent. So that's what I've been doing. I know we spoke spoke a long time about that, but um, I think it's worth it. I think there's a lot a lot of people playing it, and it's uh, I think it's one of those games that when it first came out, it was so overwhelmed by the server issues it had that took all the news about it almost. And yeah, I, I think didn't it's really worth revisiting once all those things were. Were, were kind of battened down, as it were. It's, it's, good, it's good to revisit the older stuff sometimes, especially if there was controversy when it first launched. Because similar to SimCity, you know, all that debacle, no one mentioned the bloody game. It was all about the servers not working or something not happening or whatever. So yeah, awesome. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Excellent. Well, I think that's about it, to be honest. Thankfully. So um, uh, if I'm still off work, then. We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I've had some fucking late nights. <laughs> Put it that way. Oh, I'll bet you have. Yeah. But, uh, um, was... What are you going to be doing this week then? Well, I've just I've just looked at my list. I've noticed I've put down Trap Mania, Sheep Mania, and then I put, um, I'm going to clear some back catalogue. And then I just thought, yeah, but I've probably just about committed to buying Diablo 3 now. So, um... <laughs> well, it is. It, it's the. Back the is... may well not be going out the window yet. I mean, Diablo 3 is the hottest new game out there that's oh, actually been out for a year. So um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the hottest new year old game out there. Yeah, well, that's that seems to be how this community works, and that's great. Because yeah. we're, yeah. we're all in on, on Trackmania now, as Trackmania's been around for years. But mm. like for, for, for everyone in this community, it seems to be like the newest newest thing out there. Excellent. I'm Well, hopefully we're going to do the Trackmania Challenge some point this week or early next week or whenever, whatever. Um, I can't see myself not playing more Diablo 3. Um, and beyond that, I don't know. I'm not in the... I don't, there's nothing... There's no games I really want to buy. I might check out Shoot Mania Storm, though. As I said, if anyone wants in on that, then that's fine. The only other thing, it, it leads into releases, but the... Um, so I won't talk about too much, but the Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen comes out at the end of the week, so I should be having that as well. That's on pre-order. Cool. Talk about that later. Excellent. Well... I don't believe we've got any projects, have we? No, not projected out. Uh, my project should be trying to find a fucking job, but I'm enjoying being unemployed so much. Um, <laughs> I hope this isn't... You um... should become like a mouse click tester or something like that. 
<laughs> I have been thinking that. that with Diablo. I'm hoping this fucking Rat 7 doesn't give up the ghost because I've been clicking. They should pay you for testing them. That's what they should do. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's have a quick break there, and uh, we'll be back very shortly. Awesome. Welcome back. Um, what's next? We talk about movies, TVs, and books and stuff like that, don't we? Well, you you do. I don't because I never watch any bloody thing or read anything. What about comics? You like your comics? That counts oh, as reading, yeah, doesn't been, it? Yeah, it's days. So I've gone on about them for the last couple of weeks, but I'm yeah, I'm actually uh, back into enjoying those again. So, um, but that's that's that could get expensive, but. Um, yeah, The Goon. I've been reading more of The Goon, which is a great comic. Um, I picked up, I think I spoke about this last week, I picked up the next instalment of the Star Trek, the Star Trek comics, which are, are really good. I'm really enjoying those, actually. Um, but apart from those, I've not, I've not really been doing very much. Like I say, it's just by the time I sort of wind down in the evening, I'd rather play a game than, than read a book or... Or uh, watch telly, and uh, I don't have time to do that at the moment. So this week, hopefully, all that will change. I should get some decent time in. But no, nothing. So it's up to you, John. You're going to have to carry this section on your own, and I can just sit here and well, drink I, it all in. I don't find myself watching a lot of TV nowadays. Actually, um, the only thing that I do watch is Dallas. <laughs> so, uh, but I know how much uh, you lot. Deride I know. I tell you what, it's, it's it's fascinating beyond belief for me when you come on it. I I I know we mock it, but I always want to know who shot Jr. We don't what know. <sighs> come on, they must know by now. No, they don't. And I, I think uh, a spoiler alert. I think they're playing it off as an unknown person, an unknown mugger killed him. But um, oh, boo. whether that turns out to be the case or not, who knows? But it's all uh, going I'm off. Hoping they're they're going to try somehow find out that he had cryogenic DNA stored when he was like 24 and they can get another actor in to play him, his clone. That, oh, oh, that sounds like a good idea, actually. I might write him. Mm, well, that could work. It could work. So, yeah, Dallas is still great in a shit kind of way. Um, I finally got round to catching up on Red Dwarf for the, the Series 10. Because oh, I know you, I mean, we're going oh, yeah. back. We're going back ages ago when this was last yeah, spoken about. A long, a long time ago, not Yeah, it's been sat on the Sky Planner for um, a long time. Um, I really liked it. Well, yeah, it's I've good. Only, I think I've only seen the first four, three or four. Mm. Um, the last one I watched, it kind of lost its way a little bit in the middle. But some of it, some of it was absolutely genius. Um, Very reminiscent of the first two series, isn't it? Yeah, I, me- I know you lot were whittling on about It's a Moose. That's quite funny. <laughs> That's the best fucking line. Still makes me laugh. I think the the thing that I enjoyed most was the Chinese whispers with the machines. I thought that was genius. (laughs) (laughs) But that was good. It was it was just brilliant to see them when when they announced the um, they were doing Red Dwarf Ten. That the sort of the anxiety that provoked in Red Dwarf fans was immense because we were just like, oh please no God, don't don't just let it let it die, just let it let it lie there, and then. It was just—it was so brilliant when the first episode came on. At the end of it, you're like, "Fuck me, this is that was brilliant. That was back to form." It was such a relief that they hadn't ballsed it up. So, um, yeah, I need to pick it up. Actually, I haven't got it yet. I need to they, pick it up on. Uh, they certainly didn't balls it up, but I wouldn't say that it was hit, hitting the dizzying heights of. 
series one. I think two. I think it's very difficult to hit the dizzying heights of one and two because you know the patterns now. You know what when they're setting up a joke and stuff. It's it's kind of telegraphed because you've seen it. You know, it's not. As, I wouldn't say groundbreaking as the original two series were because they weren't particularly groundbreaking. They were just a sitcom set in space. But you know the characters so well; they kind of telegraph brilliantly. And also, you know, they're, it's they're trying to rework it again. You know, reboot the series. There's an awful lot of reboots going on, aren't there? But um, you know, they're trying to start again from scratch. They've lost Kachansky somewhere. They're just trying to make it back to basics. I think it worked really well. I yeah. do wonder if it had been, if it had been a new IP, would we be so excited about it? And I don't know that we would necessarily. But no. I still think. I think I think you're right there. Anyway, so that that's old news, but I'm going to carry on through that. And um, I think I did see a. Uh, an advert on Dave that said that this was only the beginning so I think they've obviously got a plan in the work so that's good Um, I haven't done a lot I've watched a couple of films though Um, uh, one film I picked up that I hadn't seen um, was The Book of Eli I don't know if you've seen that no I haven't I thought it was um, was really really quite good Um, yeah I've it's basically a, a post-apocalyptic world where this guy Eli is wandering the earth with this um, with a book, book. basically. Looks <laughs> in the trial. And uh, alleged, you know, allegedly on a on a mission from God. But I mean, that makes it sound a bit more blues brothers than it really is. Um, is he wearing shades? He is wearing shades an awful lot. A lot of people are wearing shades because, um, because I don't know, the sky's been scorched or something. I don't fucking know. But um, I'm not going to spoil that. But I really, really quite enjoyed that. And Denzel Washington was really good in it. And, um, oh, and Gary Oldman down. Gary Oldman was there playing a, a bad guy, as always. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> you surprised me. <laughs> so that's definitely worth checking out. What I did watch the other day, though, um, having seen it at the cinema was The Hobbit, mm. um, and I've actually I actually bought it on the the 3D Blu-ray version because I didn't watch it in 3D at the cinema, and uh, we sat down and we watched it again, and I was a bit apprehensive, thinking maybe on a second viewing it would be a bit a bit mm, you know because you know obviously it's, it's got a very different feel to the Lord of the Rings, a little bit more. You, think it might you know, people people. People keep... Sorry, say again. You think you might lose the magic on a second viewing? Yeah, especially when people were saying that they felt it was stretched out, which was not something that I felt when it was on at the mm-hmm. cinema. Anyway, technically, the Blu-ray is fabulous. Um, the picture's stunning. Um, the 3D work, I thought, worked really, really well. Uh, mine's the first-generation 3D TV, so I'm not sure whether there's been a huge amount of advancement over the last few years, but um, um, it looked great. Um, I really liked, you know, it was one of the one of these 3D films where depth was important rather than things flying out at you at the, out the screen. Mm, which I, I think, think that's a nicer way of doing it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's understated, but it's definitely there, and I thought yeah, it added quite a lot to it. Yeah, it's taken as a kind of this is normal rather than a hey, look what we can do. Yeah, it seems to be only 24 frames per second. I'm guessing that's a restriction on the technology and the format rather than it being released as a 48 frames per second Blu-ray. So I still haven't, I still haven't seen it in its um, 
TV movie version. Oh, I see, yeah. Um, So if you've bought the 3D Blu-ray version, does that give you a Blu-ray version? It gives you a standard Blu-ray version and an ultraviolet copy. Oh, that's what it means, is it? Oh, right, so so you get the 3D, the Blu-ray, and the UV copy as well. Yeah, you you know what ultraviolet is. It's the kind of... Rights ownership. No, no. So yeah, it's kind of rights ownership stuff. So yeah, you can. So you own a license for it to be downloaded onto whatever devices, and well, I don't know. I haven't really explored it. Maybe I should do. Um, but back onto the film, loved it just as much. I. It does. It's not overdrawn. It's not overstretched for me. Um, mm. I enjoyed it every single bit as I did before. Can't wait to see the further instalments and. Um, the more time I spend in Peter Jackson's vision of the Tolkien universe, um, the better, to my mind. Mm. So, um, absolutely brilliant. I managed to pick up the 3D version for fifteen ninety nine, whereas the non-3D version is fourteen ninety nine. So if anyone's on the fence, for some reason, about paying that extra quid because they haven't got 3D... Do it because, as we said, we you get the th- Blu-ray version, normal Blu-ray version, and <clears throat> hopefully, 3D might enter your life at some point, and then you can watch it in 3D, and it was um, fantastic. Um, but that's about it. As I said, unfortunately, the, lo- the, the last week or so has been um, very diablotastic. Um, so, uh, not a lot else to say about that. Let's try and get some. Well, let's try and get some real content and you know what people listen to this for. well i was planning on having a week of watching lots and lots of films this week but considering you've just forced me to buy diablo 3 i think that might be out the window as well now i didn't force you to do anything if anyone notices that uh vimes's um audio <laughs> quality audio quality has diminished it's because he's currently downloading diablo 3 19 percent because he's um if any <laughs> if anything a creature of impulse um, let's 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 talk about some actual news and keep you know talk some actually interesting stuff to our listeners. Um, typically, of course, I haven't bothered to look into any of this. So, Vimesy, over to you. Brilliant. Uh, it's strangely enough, or bits and pieces of the PC-centric podcasters of the world. Um, none of this is particularly relating to PC. This is the only piece of news I could really scavenge out of of this week is. Uh, interesting things at Microsoft where their entertainment division is boosting profits. So they're saying basically that they, they've um, they've had like a 50% or 56% increase in the last year um, financially. Um, and also that their Xbox Live user base has, has increased by 20% since this time last year. Which is interesting when most of the people I talk to who are gamers are actually dropping out of Microsoft, sort of Xbox Live anyway, certainly gold accounts and stuff. There's an awful lot of people I know who their gold has just been up for renewal and they've, they've not bothered. And I say an awful lot of people, and you know, that's probably about 15 to 20 people off my friends list um, have actually not bothered to renew their... And these are, these are hardcore gamers who've not bothered to renew their Xbox Live gold membership for this year so it kind of flies in the in the, in the face of what microsoft is saying and that they've you know their increase their install base is increasing and it just it basically all it points to is the fact that they're becoming less a games console and more entertainment system uh, and their figures certainly seem to back that up uh, and off the back of that 
you've got the news that um, they're now in talks apparently to revive the Heroes TV show. So if you vaguely remember the old um, Save the Cheerleader series from ages, I believe John used to watch it. Um, they're talking about Microsoft wanting to buy the buy the rights of that so that they can do do what Netflix did to House of Cards and, and buy it as a kind of Kickstarter for their their new cloud TV setup. Um, which just it, it strikes me as slightly odd, but it's it's the way they want to go. They want to turn their their Xbox into Apple TV, basically, by the sounds of it, rather than a gaming console. Well, I don't uh, think that's a surprise to anyone, is it? Really? I don't think it is, but it's the first sort of. I think it's. It's that I think it's normally Xbox, Microsoft, Xbox, whatever you want to call it. They tend to do things by installing other people's third-party apps if you like so netflix will be on there and sky or now tv or whatever it's called and this is the first time we've we've heard inklings of them actually wanting to bring their own content and to them getting into that kind of field um which is which is interesting i mean i think it's been said a few times let's be fair if this was them talking about resurrecting firefly <laughs> i'd be all over this um, and I'd, you know, I'd be a staunch supporter of it. As it is, I can't help feeling a little bit jaded just because the console that I've backed since it was Xbox One um, and been a gold member of for however many years, um, it, it seems to be turning its back on what I want. But uh, well, I guess we'll know more when the when the announcement eventually happens. But uh, that's it, really. It's just interesting that they're kind of moving away from games and moving more into into entertainment by the of it. But that was I, I think I think that's, that's that's what that's really doing is reaffirming that um, games is mainstream entertainment and the two things sit side by side together. Uh, the hardware. Yeah, you could just... do that. I, had, I hadn't looked at it that way. In all honesty, I think the, the natural cynic in me is just kind of like, you know, if that's the case, it's sitting alongside it. Why is why are games tucked away? in the Xbox dashboard so much it's <laughs> bloody hard to find and yet if I want to find an advert for the latest blockbuster film that I can go and rent for an extortionate amount of money it's, it's smack in my face so I don't know it's well, just, um, well, but they will to make more, more money about, out of that but yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know I'm not saying that from a oh they're just out to make more money thing they're a business they have to they're, they're there to make money um, and people who have an Xbox know full well that games are available and maybe so maybe, you know, they're just promoting this other stuff that they, you know, where they can promote other revenue streams, that isn't the, which isn't the traditional one. I I have absolutely no issue with that. And if you don't own an Xbox and can't find where the games tab is, you you don't oh, you, you don't deserve to it, own a fucking it's, Xbox. It's, it's a long difference. You know, it's a big difference from when, you know, the 360 was launched or even the second generation where games were plus. You know, there was nothing else but games, and now all of a sudden it's. You're having to work to find them. That's what it feels like. Anyway. Yeah, but we didn't, have, we didn't have these online video demand services back when it launched. Uh, back in the simpler day when you had to pirate everything. Oh, yeah. yeah, We just didn't have... <laughs> no, I know, I know we, we, were all, we were all running our 512k ADSL, mm. which was the saying, max we could get. I'm not saying it's, it's for the worst, but I don't, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that, you know, I think streaming services and things like Netflix and stuff are a good thing. I really do. I just wish we could get things like Hulu and HBO Go over here. But, you know, I, I think personally, for me, I would rather be able to pick and choose the services I, I wanted to view 
So if I wanted to subscribe to HBO Go or Netflix or whatever it is, that's fine. I've got no problem with spending that money to do it. Um, I'd rather do that than spend, however, you know, a hundred odd quid on um, my bloody license fee every year, you know, as a as a compulsory thing, regardless of not whether I watch anything on BBC TV or not. I find that that sticks in my core a little bit. But uh, so I, I'm all for things like paid services like this. If it means I can get to pick and choose what I actually want to watch and get the content that I want and then drop out of it if I don't want it anymore. I've got no issue with that at all. Um, it's just interesting that Microsoft are specifically looking to target and bring to the fore and spend, you know, their entertainment division is now, their their, their profits are up by 56% in, as opposed to this time last year or whatever. And, you know, they're now talking about bringing their own content to the to the Xbox to take on the likes of Netflix and stuff and Apple TV. Um, Maybe you know, it just it just it, it's, it's a further sign that their focus, if you like, has moved away from the gamer and more towards an entertainment platform. Not saying it's a bad thing. I think if that's the way they want to go, okay, fine. It just may not be. That I stick with them through that. That's all. It doesn't really matter if their focus is away from being a games machine, because um, it's for the software developers to 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 focus on the games. The games. Yeah, Microsoft, maybe. Microsoft just provide a hardware platform which they deem <clears throat> fit for purpose <clears throat> to play these games, which of course what which of course they do, and um, mm. you know it's up to other people to go and make the content, other than you know obviously no, you, you, Microsoft's own prob- internal. You're probably right. You're, I'm you are probably always right, right Vimes. I'm just thinking my internal cynic might be getting the best of me, but you know we we shall wait and see. But do you think Heroes is the one to come back with? Um, I don't know. Heroes it. was very well loved. I mean, I really enjoyed Heroes. Um, I don't think I actually watched the last bit of the last ever episode, though, because Sky Plus fucked up. Um, so I think I'm missing the last 10 minutes of Heroes, which is annoying because that was a series that I really, really loved. Certainly the first series, that was... Um, that was. I mean, spot. I heard that. I heard the first series was awesome and the second series was a bit of a... Oh, have you not even like... seen this? No, I've, I've seen... I saw the first six or seven episodes of the first series of Heroes. And it was okay. It was, it was quite enjoyable. Oh, see, it really, but, uh, it really, really grabbed me. It was up there with Lost for me I'm not for a while. superhero person, though. I'm not a big fan of superheroes. I'm I don't really think they even worked out any even worse fucking superheroes in the first six episodes, did they? Yeah, because you know, the, the Chinese kid was sort of teleporting all over the place. The cheerleader was falling from things and surviving. and you know, So there were obviously elements to it. So, um, But it's, it's just that the whole premise of superhuman beings and whatever has never really been up my street. Which is why things like the Marvel games and things like the Marvel comics. When I look, when I read comics, I don't tend to read ones that are superhero based at all. So it doesn't. I kind of, I kind of think they're kind of like cheats in a way. It's like, it's like Superman. I mean, really. Um, apparently, the latest film, Man of Steel, isn't going to have any kryptonite in it. So it's like, okay. So how's that going to work then? Because every time you know you want to beat Superman, it's just whap out a bit of kryptonite. Um, I don't know, I just think it's a bit of a cheat. It's like going into God mode in, in Civilization or something. <laughs> so I don't tend to, I don't tend to be a big fan of uh, superheroes, but I'm going to get loads of people's superheroes sort of ranting now, saying, oh, not like that at all, but, well, sorry. That's how it feels to me. Fair enough, fair enough. Right, 
Is that it for the news? I can't think of any well, previously I, previous I, news. I, I there wasn't a huge amount else to go to go on, to be honest. No. Everything's yeah. just waiting for for Microsoft to come out with their reveal. And I think it's, we're still in that space. Yeah, I can't think of any other piece, any other news that's worth um, worth talking about. To be honest. No. Um, he says, pretending that he's actually been paying attention to anything that's um, going on outside of the world of Diablo for the last, uh, not 72 hours, probably longer. What's the next one up from 72? Not Diablo 3. 90, 96 yep. hours at least. To the PS4. I know that. That's news. Oh, oh. Diablo is, yeah. Um, I can't... I... I just thought if we can shoehorn, shoehorn Diablo into another segment. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the hot new game that's been out for a year. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that. They were always touting that, weren't they? Which is why I mean, I never played Diablo two, but I understand that it was dumbed down a little for Diablo three. The masteries and the tech trees and all the skill trees, and how you how you assigned um, um, abilities was dumbed down so that you only had like the four 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 hotkeys, your left and mouse, right mouse button, whereas on previous situations, I, be, I believe, and I may well be very wrong, whereas you had, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and God knows whatever else. So they dumbed it down a little bit, which, you know, I think everyone assumed was to, to allow it to be easily played on the console. Um, mm. I quite like the simplicity of it myself. And I know, um, reading some of the stuff that um, Mr. Kev Chapman from the um, other show he he, he very, I think he very much appreciates that you can pretty much play most of the game with your right hand if if you want and not necessarily have to creep too far over to the to the keyboard although yeah. um I don't recommend it. I don't recommend that for you Vimes, because that's uh that's Oh, that's, I'm going to rock it man. I tell you what, I'm going to have multiple controllers probably um all sorts going on. If I can get Oculus Rift working with it, I'm all over it. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. What? No, an Oculus Lift won't work. <laughs> with Diablo. Okay. Uh, but, oh yeah, that I am, well, I don't know if we've spoken too much about Oculus Rift, but I, I signed up for news and all the developer kits are being sent out at the moment. Apparently, There's so you a could, few. Yeah, yeah they're you, coming you out could, some, I've seen, actually, that is news. There is, some, there is some bits and pieces there about Oculus Rift working with various games. Yeah, TF2. Uh, yeah, that was with the, um, what do you call it, the, uh, uh, treadmill, the omnidirectional treadmill, wasn't it? Is so it? they're actually got, they've, yeah, they've got it working where um, they basically put a guy in an omnidirectional treadmill using an Oculus Rift headset. Um, this is this is the one where basically you step, walk, uh, run, or whatever in any direction, and that's how the game trans. You know, that that's your movement on the game, and. Um, yeah, it's it's up there. It's uh, I think uh, I think I saw it on Eurogamer. I can't remember, but yeah, they so said they they've managed to get all, that that working with TF2. Um, so that that's that's interesting because I mean before think about it when Oculus Rift was touted, it was only for, for ages it seemed to only worked with Doom Three, but now the dev kits are out there and actually doing stuff. Um, there are a few more games that are sort of coming to the fore. They're saying, yeah, this will work with this. Um, so looking good. Ooh, I'm going to have to do some research into this omnidirectional. Here up Eurogamer. I know it's on Eurogamer. It's in the headline section somewhere. And there's something in there about Team Fortress 2 being played on a, a treadmill with Oculus. 
So, yeah, I just know. I hope they've got demos of this thing. When this piece of kit comes out, because you know I'm going to have to buy one. Just oh, send you up, John. I'm amazed but, I haven't ordered a fucking developer's kit. <laughs> Dev kit, yeah. Because at the price... I need, I need to be able to go somewhere. There needs to be, you know, game needs to basically stay in existence so that I've got somewhere that I can go and actually test this piece of kit to see whether I hurl after five minutes or not, mm. because otherwise it's going to be a hell of a hell of an ask. I spent more on these fucking headphones that I'm using now than than the developer kit for a fully immersive VR system would cost. Two hundred ninety nine that developer kit is, and the only reason I haven't bought it is because I, you know, it's seven twenty p, and I know that the the final <laughs> version they're planning to make it ten eighty p. So I'm thinking, fuck it, no, I, I I can wait for the proper for the proper thing. But I think Oculus Rift is going to transform. Everything. So. As long as it doesn't make me hurl, I'll be happy. Um, yeah, you, hit, you don't want chunder all over your fucking omnidirectional no, treadmill. You'd, <laughs> you'd have to have like the the, the Oculus Rift headset with a with a kind of attachment for a sick bag just in front of your mouth or something. Because it's ugh. Oh, how it's fucking just... brilliant is this going to be? Sod's law, it's not going to work for me. I know it. Well, oh, you can well. you can take pills, can't you, or something? <laughs> I'll have to try everything. I'll have bloody acupressure bracelets on. I'll be dropping drugs at right and centre. I'll have pins sticking out of me with acupuncture or something. I don't know. But, uh, oh, it's going to be fucking brilliant. Wait, I wonder <sighs> how much an omnidirectional treadmill costs. In fact, I've just typed an omnidirectional treadmill into um, Google <laughs> and known to Google, and the first thing that comes up is price by cost. So I think this is obviously getting um, a lot of um, a lot of hits. Oh, keep you fit, mate. Keep you fit. Oh man, that's so good. Right, I'm not going to stop gushing over that and dreaming about that. Uh, let's talk about game releases. Um, yes, let's. So I believe there's only two that we could find. Well, 26th of April. Yep. Star Trek, whatever that mm. is. Is that is that a Star Trek MMO or is that a what? Oh, no, this, actually, I saw the trailer for this uh, a couple of days ago, and I'm actually interested. This is the, um, although, you know, the caveat is, it, it's basically uh, the, the the game that goes with the new Star Trek film that's coming out, one with Benedict Cumberbatch in it, um, the sequel to J.J. Abraham's Star Trek reboot of a couple of years ago. John, you know where I'm going with this, yeah? Yes, absolutely, Good. yeah. Um, just checking you weren't playing Diablo. Um, so I haven't yeah, logged in. Out. You'll be able to see. You'll be able to see on the <laughs> BattleNet. I haven't signed in. Um, it is predominantly supposed to be played in co-op. So you play as Kirk and Spock. Well, you know, you play as Kirk, and the other person plays as Spock, or vice versa, or whatever. And it's basically a third-person shooter, as like Gears, um, but actually looks quite good. And again, it's, it's hard to be sure because you're seeing a, a one-minute trailer of lots of the best bits that you see and stuff. Um, previews aren't damning, but you know, so it's it's one I should be interested. I think if it drops, it's one of those ones. If you, if you can pre-order it or whatever, you can pick it up for like twenty quid. I may well pick it up because I, I do like that universe and it'll be, it looks quite an interesting game. Um, so yeah, I, I may well do that. I may well do. I didn't realise. I presume that means the Star Trek film must be coming out fairly soon. In which case, I may well have to head to the cinema. I would imagine so. I went to see the original, that other Star Trek at the cinema. I thought it was, I thought it was all right. I was quite good. I thought, I thought it was yeah, I thought it was quite good, but it's, it's not, you know, you know, it's no, uh, 
It's not the best thing in the world ever, is it? It's no uh, Hobbit or. Uh... Well, I haven't I seen the Hobbit yet, so I don't Have know. Have you but, not? Uh, no, I was talking to Clark about this if you listened to the last show. Um, yeah, 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 offered, yeah, of course I have. Yeah, he, actually yeah, offered, yeah. he actually offered me the UV um, version of the Hobbit for after the show. He said, Oh, do you want it? And I said, No, no, I'll, I'll pick it up. I'll get it on Blu ray. Uh, I just haven't quite got around to doing it yet because I haven't had the time to watch anything. So if I, if I got it, I'd just be sitting there teasing me on the shelf. And, um, but I haven't seen that. But um, yeah, Star Trek, I actually thought was a very successful. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good reboot for the series. I loved the, the interplay between all the characters. I thought that worked really well, better than I thought it would. It wasn't just a kind of Kirk love fest. I liked the, the interdependency of the characters. I enjoyed that. And, uh, it sounds like the new film is going to be um, more of the same, and with 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 our Benedict, you know, hopefully. What's he playing, playing then? He, he looks like he's playing the baddie, um, right. or yeah. um, but it just it, from from what I can tell, he kind of it's just looking quite the trailer. Go and have a look at the trailer. Mate. It's, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm quite. I was I wasn't particularly interested, and then. I saw a couple of trailers and heard a few bits and pieces about the film and think, yeah, actually, you know what? I could get on board with this. So I, I'm going to try and talk to the missus and see if she actually fancies going to the cinema to watch this one because um, we don't get out very much, not to the cinema because it's bothered, basically. Um, so I might well see if we can get a babysitter in and, and hot foot it down to the cinema to watch this. Sounds so watch good. this space. Sounds oh. good, pal. Yep, and the other one, the only other one that's coming out next week is one I wrote a little preview about on the on the site is Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen um, which I'm sure you've read and therefore know all about John uh, oh yeah 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 absolutely yeah I thought you'd know just to refresh your memory um, this is a great idea this is do you remember Dragon's Dogma from last year at uh, all I remember it a bit but was never really interested is this an RPG yeah it's kind of it's a, it's a kind of Japanese third person RPG in the same sort of style as, say, Oblivion crossed with Dark Souls, um, if you think of something like that. Um, but this is a really good idea. Basically, it's the original game mm-hmm. with various tweaks that users have asked for. So there's been tweaks to the UI, tweaks to um, the way the auction house and things like that work, and the buying and selling of bits and fast travel. And so all the, all the things that people went back on the forum and said, yeah, it's great, but wouldn't it be good if this happened, this happened, and this happened? So it's kind of their game of the year edition with, with but you know, with extra tweaks and whatever. So you've got the whole original game with all these extra UI tweaks, plus this Dark Arisen, which is basically a full expansion. It's a whole new island to explore with 25 new monsters, loads of different sort of bits and pieces going on in there. And they're sending it out as an RRP, brand new game, 17 quid. I think that's a, I think that's a blinding deal. I think that's an absolute bargain. Um, it's only on PS3 and 360, unfortunately. Otherwise, I'd have had it on PC. But I think that's a blinding idea and a great deal. Um, and if anybody's into any anything like Oblivion, Skyrim, um, Dark Souls, any of those kind of games, anything even like Lord of the Rings, you should really, really have a look at this sort of thing. It's going to be good. Cool. What's well, up? myself off Diablo 3 now that is yeah um, sounds good that's it I'm not going to get that's into it, it myself no. right let's um, let's rapidly wrap this up because um, 
I want, I want you to play Diablo 3, to be honest. I've got a way to go yet, mate. I'm only on 32.4%. <laughs> uh, but you should be able to stop playing it soon after that. It'll get to uh, a point where it's just playable. I've got to get to. With the, oh, it should yeah. come up. Is there a little thing that says it's going to be playable? It says, play- it says playable. I'm playable now. Oh, it's playable now? Oh, yeah, get well, on with it. Let's get on with this. Let's talk Steam deals. Is it, are you aware of anything exciting? I, I will just. No, basically... I've just spent thirty-five quid on Diablo Three. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's just see what is. I know that they've been doing Portal Two. If anyone hasn't got Portal Two already, then you really should do. <clears throat> um, oh, this fucking Mac client! What have I done here? Well, you've bought a Mac for a start. Nothing wrong with the Mac. Here we go. Specials. Surgeon Simulator 2013. 30% off. I, I heard someone talking about this on the on the um, forum today. I think they yeah, said I'm... it was shit. Portal 2, £3.74. Absolute bargain. Portal 1 and 2 for £4.49. An absolute yeah. bargain. Worms, Worms Revolution. One of the uh. games um, that um, is currently in the waste of money pile. Um, but that's 50% off at £5.99. Uh, don't Starve, that's always in there, 20% off. It's true. Uh, <laughs> strong, just, uh, Star Drive, 16% off. That's about it, really. That's a bit poor. They must be ramping up for it. Maybe they're ramping up for a new sale. Uh, yep, yeah, all of that looks bollocks. Um, just go and buy Diablo or something like that. But, and if you haven't got Portal 2, you must play that, because that's amazing. And Portal 1 is a one-and-a-half-hour game, which is the perfect introduction before you go into Portal 2. So um, you should do Portal 1 first. Um, I think that's it, fellow, isn't it? I pretty much think so. Good. Right. Well, all the usual stuff. Um, buy stuff through the Amazon links. Uh, listen to the other show. Uh, get involved on the forum, get involved in this great community that we have where you can basically turn up on the um, TeamSpeak 3 server and um, find a friend, find someone to chat to and <laughs> find um, find some games to play. It's it's absolutely wonderful. Um, and it's all free. And it's all free, except for me, who has to pay for the fucking server, but don't worry about well, that. And me, has to pay for the chat main one. I'm and of course, the, the amount of games you have to buy to keep up with everybody. Yeah, Apart no, from absolutely. that, it's free. Yeah. Uh, reviews on iTunes. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked for a while. But We've please, had a couple please. recently. We've oh, had a couple. We're doing very well. We're getting strong five-star ratings for people we pay. So I heard fine. Proton wittering on about how his the last reviews he saw was someone saying that his... And he's heard it from other people that his one-man show with Beastie was the... Um, be- the highlight with, of the with, year. With, with um, Bouncy was the best show they've ever heard or something. Yeah, shortly after that, you sacked him. Isn't that right? Oh, I haven't sacked him. Um, yeah. Oh, you've knocked me off. It always goes wrong here. Why? Every time. Um, the email is actually working. You can email mgpbits at majorgamepodcast.com. That's news. That's big <laughs> news. That should have gone in the news section. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to email the show with anything, then please do so. Um, there's a couple of Facebook pages. There's Proton's bits and pieces page or there's the official uh, mature game podcast um, page um, I don't know whoever uses fucking Facebook anymore 
or follow us on Twitter at MGPBits, or you can follow me for some unknown reason at UK Evil Home. Or me at Vimesy74. And have I forgotten anything, Vimesy? Oh, probably, but who cares? Add me on Battle.net. Uh, my Battle.net tag is um, <laughs> UK Evil Homer hash 2803. And Vimesy's, I believe. Vimesy74 uh, hashtag 2797? Yes. That sounds um, about right. Come and play some Diablo and go and seek out that lovely uh, yellow, brown, and green loot. Uh, not so interested in the blue anymore. do you have any idea what I'm talking about absolutely none (laughs) right you soon will alright thanks everyone for listening and uh, tune in next week for um, some more bollocks (laughs) bye